0: Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I love having on-state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Hello, Luigi.
1: Hello, Emily.
0: So now, we always talk on a Monday, uh, so this is airing, of course, Tuesday morning. So right now, it has just started snowing. We really don't know how much snow we're going to get by the time this airs, do we?
1: (laughs) We really don't. It's going to depend on the track of the storm and the speed of the storm. Um, Right now, it's looking like in... In the southern part of the state, there's areas that can get up to six inches of snow. Here in the metro, a more likely prediction is one to three inches. However, uh, I wouldn't put four inches out of the question, but one to three is uh, probably your best bet.
0: Gotcha. Well, uh, what else is going on in terms of temperatures? We'll be above freezing, though, for the rest of the week, won't we?
1: Right. So um, after coming out of uh, a slightly below freezing morning on Tuesday, uh, we, should be, uh, we should be pretty much above uh, freezing for most of the week. We might get uh, a little bit below freezing Tuesday night, but uh, it's the, the, the daily highs are going to be in the, uh, the 40s and 50s. And, and even on the weekends, we, we, we might see some 60s.
0: So, this snow won't stick for long, of course,
1: right. yeah, and even as it's as it's falling the the current temperature is such that um it's not going to really be too big of a problem for driving because the there's enough heat storage in the ground to melt the snow on contact um, and and plus the heat from the cars uh, helps with that uh, on on the grass and and everywhere else it's, it's I'm already noticing melting on, on on contact. But as we get more snow, we'll get a little bit of accumulation. but uh, it's going to be what we call ripe snow wet that 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 snow that is uh, uh, pretty wet and and easily meltable. Did you call it ripe snow? Correct. So ripe snow has an internal temperature of around thirty two Fahrenheit, and it uh, is a lot easier to melt than snow that. Uh, has an internal temperature that's below freezing because you have to, all the energy that goes into snow that's colder than freezing is to bring it up to that melt point. And then then all the energy goes into melting at that point. So right now, uh, the snow that's falling is, is pretty much ripened, which means that all the energy that goes into it will go into melting the snow, not bringing it up to the temperature to melt it.
0: Whoa, that's crazy! I didn't realize there was a name for that. And what are some other snow names?
1: Uh, well, we have. Uh, I, I I know that the 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 Canadian um, um, Inuit uh, people have have over twenty five or thirty names for snow. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the the First Nations. Uh, people of, of of North America have various uh, names for for snow. We could do a whole month of of, of shows on just the names for snow.
0: <laughs> uh, and Luigi, coming up this weekend is the equinox, right?
1: It is. We call it the vernal equinox. It is the unofficial uh, start of spring. Uh, It's when the sun is directly overhead at the equator, which means that the the sun is seeing the earth from a perspective where there is no tilt in our axis. So uh, everywhere on earth, you will experience approximately, and it's not exact, but 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of darkness.
0: Is this the day we're supposed to be able to, like, balance a broom or an egg or all those other crazy things people try to do on an equinox?
1: Yeah, there's so many of uh, those um, urban legends that I don't know which ones are real and which ones <laughs> pertain to the solstice or the equinox. But if you have a broom or an egg, go for it and let me know. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I seem to
0: remember trying it when I was a kid, and again, I can't remember if it was an equinox or a solstice that I did the egg thing. And I remember it working, but it, you know, it's no good if you can't remember which one you did it on. I I guess I I don't know, but I've never done it since. So,
1: what's really cool about uh, the equinox here in the metro is that we're almost exactly at 45 degrees north latitude. Uh, in fact, the 45th parallel crosses. Um, the metro uh, near uh, Roseville, that Roseville area, Falcon Heights area. And so um, that is exactly halfway from the equator to the pole, which means that our solar angle today at noon would be, or on the equinox rather, would be exactly, almost exactly 45 degrees. So it's halfway from the horizon <laughs> to directly above you.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So you called it the unofficial start to spring. Why do you say that?
1: Right. So spring has so many different definitions. So we have climatological spring, and that refers to March, April, and May. So the uno- the, the official start of of climatological spring is March 1st. But that doesn't pertain to um, other definitions of spring. So people have different definitions for when spring starts. Uh, I kind of look at spring, f- uh, I look at the temperature graph for the year. So as the temperature changes throughout the year, it forms kind of like a bell curve if you mm-hmm. graph it over the year, peaking in in July and August and, and, and reaching its lowest point in uh, early January. And it's that inflection point in the curve where um, I would say is the is the actual start of spring. Others look to spring as oh, when when the snow's gone or when the snow starts melting. Others look at spring as when do the rivers free up with ice or when do the lakes melt over. And and so everybody has a very different definition of spring. And spring is is completely different. Um, uh, from here in the metro to anywhere else in in the country, so yeah. having grown up in Winnipeg, spring was a, a little later than it was here. Wow. Having lived in Louisiana, um, you know, spring was a lot earlier. Uh, I had uh, flowers blooming as early as uh, mid February. Wow. Um, and and so uh, you know, and there's other places on Earth where where uh, the temperature changes very little throughout the year. And I'm talking about that area in the tropics, especially near the equator, uh, where the day, even the the day length doesn't change all that much throughout the year. And so they don't really even have a spring because they didn't really have a winter. Right. And so (laughs) they don't need it like we do. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so uh, that's all I meant by unofficial.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. All right. Well, Well, Luigi, tell us how to contact you if there are any questions about the weather or climate.
1: Yeah, sure. So they could email me at luigi.romolo at state.mn.us. That's L-U-I-G-I dot R-O-M-O-L-O at state.mn.us. All
0: right. Well, state climatologist Luigi Romolo, always an education from you, and I appreciate it so much. We'll have you back next week.
1: Sounds great.